BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. I actually just finished responding to a bunch of questions on my Instagram about Cozy Co. I wanted to do something interactive. And as you all know, it's really important to me to involve all you in this process because you are the ones who will be wearing everything and the ones who like when I see on the street wearing it or in pictures, like make me the happiest possible. So I want to do more like that. Please always feel free to DM me any questions. Follow Cozy Co on Instagram because it is such like a beautifully curated profile and you can shop everything on there. You can ask them anything you want. I drop in too and will answer stuff. Anyways, Go check them out if you want to hear more about my line. But this episode is about work and it's just like a general work update. So I thought it would be suitable to tell you guys where to go at the top of it if you're interested in hearing about what I'm up to. But basically, if you don't already know, I am the designer of Cozy Co. And we started out launching in April with a lot of loungewear and really comfy, cozy vibes. Clothes that you can style with essentials in your wardrobe, clothes that will never go out of style, clothes to lounge on the couch, and clothes designed in a sustainable, a sustainable eco-friendly way. Because as I've talked about before, especially with my collaboration with Rent the Runway, the fashion industry is one of the most harmful industries when it comes to pollution on this world. So I just wanted to make sure that I could marry my passion with helping. And that is Cozy Co. So right now, I guess just to get into current projects and upcoming projects that I'm excited about. One is obviously Cozy Co. We just launched our Sundown collection. And if you haven't checked it out, you should check it out. We're launching the third week of September, our next collection, which has multiple colors of the dad sweatshirt, some really great new loungy pieces and some great, great, great layering jacket pieces. I know a lot of you 
love like any of those like quilted or patchwork or terry or like sweater loungy additional layers that I wear and so I wanted to make sure to design something like that for you so that will be coming the color story is like plum teal sand wash black ivory a petrol which is like this beautiful wash blue so really gorgeous rich tones we're trying to play with color a little bit more too I know that sometimes when it comes to color for me you know I'm very inspired by nature and interesting unique color and I think sometimes with clothes like it doesn't always translate well or it looks like something that people can't necessarily see in their wardrobe and So I obviously always want to stay true to myself and want to design with my aesthetic and what I gravitate towards to in mind. But I also want to design things, like I said, that people will actually wear. So we're trying to design a little bit more within a color story that feels really accessible and feels more like you can wear it year round styled with anything in your wardrobe, your poplin button downs, your boyfriend jeans, your blazers, your little black dresses, like all the pieces that you wear and love every day that can be worn back with the colors in our collection. So that's definitely something that I'm excited about, just like diversifying the collection and utilizing your data. Because like, as I said, we also only launched this in April. So, you know, it's, it's really a baby and I'm excited to like watch it grow. I'm also excited to dig into this dead stock idea, which at first I didn't really know much about, but our partner Avalon, they sit on a lot of fabric. They're a, an amazing production company and more than just production, obviously have helped with all the back end of my clothing line. And they have an awesome building in downtown LA and one of their floors is just filled with amazing fabrics. And Annie and I took a little tour the other day and it's all fabrics that would eventually go in a landfill. And there's just rolls of fabric that they've used either for like other clothing lines that they've designed or samples that they've done. But you can imagine obviously a big production house that works with a lot of retailers would have a lot of fabric and we don't want to let it go to waste. So we feel like it could be a way to utilize different textures that would otherwise be really expensive to buy and produce organically, more prints, more stripes, more unique pieces and small batches in a recyclable way. So that's something that I'm like super, super excited about to just vary the fabrications in the collection and use fabrications that just diversify the collection so that we're not just doing the cottons and the terries, which we obviously love, but we're making like a really well-rounded, versatile collection. So I'm actually also traveling for a month starting on Monday. First, we're going to Chicago to visit my sister and Tate and Brett and then to Pound Ridge in New York to visit Timmy's sister, and then to the Hamptons for a couple weeks working with VRBO and renting an amazing place there, and then going into Manhattan for a wedding. So within all that, I will be doing a lot of work, shooting a lot of Cozy Coast stuff, hopefully doing some stuff at Fashion Week, which would be fun. There was just, there was a Saks event I got invited to that sounds really exciting. A little bit of work mixed with pleasure, which I'm 
excited for. I feel like I'm in the mood for a little change of scenery. Obviously, when you travel with a kid, it's more of a trip than a vacation, but I'm not complaining. And I'm a little nervous about balancing the work and the travel, but I told Timmy that I was likely going to need him to step up, which he always does. Not that he like needs to step up. The fact that Sunny's not in school, one of us is always going to have to be on Sunny duty. So that's like a little bit in the back of my head, like, eh. but I think it's mostly going to be fun being able to mix the travel with the work. It's just like, who's going to shoot everything Timmy or me self timer. Annie, I'll miss you. I know you're listening to this. Obviously, you listen to it every week and help edit these. Everyone, shout out to Annie real quick. I know we do those sometimes, <laughs> but she deserves it. She works so hard. Okay. Speaking of just work stuff, like major appreciation to everyone that I work with. And I think everyone, let's just like take a little time out to like, appreciate the people you work with, send them a little thank you, send them a little pep talk. I feel like that always helps with like just general team, energy, effort, stamina, motivation, inspiration. I think in order to be a good leader, you want to lead with positivity and you want to reward the people that are working with you. And if you feel like they're doing a good job, like don't forget to tell them. It's very simple little tip. People want to know where I find my inspiration for Cozy Co. So I find my inspiration from so many different places. Obviously, nature, anything that I see in terms of color, in terms of texture. When I travel, any kind of natural elements, any kind of architecture, definitely street style when I travel, color from architecture what people are wearing in different places. You know, I try to always make note whatever airport I'm in, anywhere I'm in, I try to like really check people out just to see like, what is the aesthetic? What do people feel comfortable in? What is the general vibe? And then obviously Pinterest, I find such amazing inspiration on there. Like I'll type in certain adjectives for woven material so I can see different knits for sweaters. I'll find interesting color stories on Pinterest, interesting shapes, street style from different fashion weeks. And then I mix all of the stuff that I see out and about with my general aesthetic, you know, like what really comes to my own mind. So like for color story, I'll visualize what I want it to be. And I'll think like, okay, I want an ivory. I want a brown. I want a teal. I want a shade of purple. I want a shade of pink as like a pop and maybe like a cream of some sort to round things out. So I'll have that in my head and I'm actually closing my eyes as I'm explaining that to you. And then I'll send that to the design team at Avalon and she'll start to pull together a bunch of Pantones based on those colors in different shades. And then I'll just start to mix and match them together on a piece of paper. And I think color story really can inform a lot of things. You know, like if you see that bright raspberry, then you're like, oh my God, I really want to do a sweater in this, like a boxy crop sweater, you know? And then you look at like, okay, what kind of organic knit fabrications do we have to work with? Or what kind of fabrics like possibly in the 
dead stock arena can we work with? It's really the gist of it is like I start compiling the pictures of what ins- is inspiring me. I make a mood board with color stories, textures, shapes, style looks, vibes, nature shots, fabric, etc. And then I meet with the team at Avalon to describe what I like from each of those pictures. The design team then helps me sketch my ideas onto paper and like merchandises them together. So make sure we have like the appropriate amount of tops, pants to pair back with the jackets. What's the dress situation look like? Is there always that aesthetic of like comfortable, cozy, empowering, confidence, soft. And then we edit down those ideas into a full collection. We make our proto samples, which is just like our first sample. We make all our edits to those proto samples. And those proto samples, sometimes they don't come in like the right color or fabrics, but then you choose those based on the original sample. And then there's two rounds of fittings on a model so that you can just make sure that every Every inch of it actually lays appropriately. And then we take it from there. I mean, that's like I said, sort of a very simplified version, but hopefully sheds some more intricate light on my process. I am going to pause there for the moment as I have to head to an appointment, but this has been so much fun so far. And now word from one of our brand partners. So I'm really excited to be partnering with Array because they founded Array on a simple principle, basically just to help women feel their best so they can be their best. There's some actual testimonials on their site that really help people who are feeling like they have any kind of gut issues. So they create 100% natural supplements with real results and zero woo. They have like super accurate dosing. Array's alchemy capsules solve everyday problems that we all constantly deal with. So you know what I mean? Like bloating, anxiety, yucky stomach situations, the stuff that comes up at every girl's brunch. This is really the wellness product for the millennial woman who has so much on her plate, but doesn't necessarily want to compromise on how she feels. I mean, nobody should ever compromise on how they feel. I'm really happy to be working with Array because their products actually work. They work in under an hour, so you actually feel results. The bloat capsules are versatile because they can be taken anytime, whether you've had a plant-based meal or something heavier like a burger or a heavy creamy pasta. They optimize digestion with the use of five herbs and fruit-based digestive enzymes, and it's completely laxative-free, so you're not running to the bathroom. Plus, the products are super chic, so they look great in your beauty shelf or bag. Their site's super cute. For 10% off, go to Array.com and use code WITHWIT at checkout. That's Array.com, A-R-R-A-E.com and use the code WITHWIT at checkout for 10% off. You know those things we do all day, every day as people that we're not even paying attention to? But once we do pay attention, they're kind of ridiculous and hilarious. That's what we look at on my new podcast series, Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, writer, comic, and creator. And I promise you, this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. And feel free to follow along on Instagram, at Jenna Kingsley. I look forward to seeing you guys soon. And now back to our chat. Okay, I'm back. It is 8.30 
on Friday morning. And I actually can't believe that Sunny and Timmy are still sleeping. I'm going to talk a little bit quietly because of that. Or maybe I should just close the sliding door because you probably don't want to hear me talk (laughs) in like my doctor therapist voice. Hang on one second. Okay, I'm back. I mean, I'm still going to talk a little bit quietly because I don't want to wake them up. I can't believe it's 830 and they're still sleeping. Um, But I started recording this yesterday, recorded a little bit for me, just wanted to fill you guys in. It's a lot for me sometimes to talk for like 30 to 45 minutes straight, as I'm sure you would understand. So yesterday I did about 15 minutes and then Today, I'll do as much as I can. This kind of leads me to my next question was, how do you stay motivated when experiencing moments of doubt? And I actually dealt with this this week and tried to talk myself out of it as much as I could, but I'll tell you what happened. So I had a meeting at Avalon. And as you guys know by now, Avalon is my production partner for Cozy Co. And we were having a design meeting about this fall. We were talking about all the upcoming styles and reviewing what has worked and not worked in the past two releases that we've done. And it's hard because we've only had two releases and you don't have that much to go off of. You don't have that much product to dissect and that much info to dissect, but you you have a little bit and you try to use it as much as you can. And in the meeting, it's me and Annie and Jill, a principal at Avalon and Adriana, our design team. And I love them dearly. They're like becoming my family. Jill's and Perry are becoming like second moms to me. Adriana is like the older fashionable sister but actually I had. Ashley was pretty fashionable. She was wearing white t-shirts and black bras and nude lips before anybody else was. And my mom always called it goth at the time, but it like definitely was not goth. I actually love that now. Go Ash. You should wear more black lacy bras with white t-shirts and nude lips, which she was wearing in high school. Totally besides the point. So I had these little moments of doubt within that meeting because I would give some suggestions and then there are people who are educated and obviously want to build a business and are looking at the data and are disagreeing with me or suggesting something new because they're looking at it from a different lens. And I honestly had to take a little breather in the middle because I started to take everything personally. I don't know if you guys have seen Halston. I've been telling Annie to watch it for a while, but like There is definitely a little bit of this divide between the creative and then the business team, like the people that are actually making sure that we're running like a profitable business that isn't losing money. So I took a little deep breath. I I said I had to go to the bathroom. I took my purse, which I'm not really sure why. In my head, I was like, oh, maybe they'll think I like need to put a tampon in or something. But like just getting up to go to the bathroom is enough of an excuse to get up. But I, I knew that I needed to walk out of the room because I knew that I was just taking things too personally and I needed to reframe it. So I went to the bathroom. I took some deep breaths. I looked at myself in the mirror, honestly, like Madison in Siesta Key. 
love Siesta Key, but you know that episode where she has that talk with Juliet's like older friend and or not even older friend, but Juliet's friend on the island. And she's telling her like, look at yourself in the mirror, like give yourself words of affirmation and then try to understand where the other person is coming from and realize that this is business. It's not personal. And to just go back in and keep on being you and sharing your thoughts and not being afraid to give your opinion, but also being open to it, not always being an opinion that's going to work and that the person that doesn't agree with you is not necessarily disagreeing with you on a personal level and it's on a personal attack, but they're wanting to make this product and this team and this clothing line as successful as possible. Otherwise, I will just take breaks. Like when I feel not motivated, I just really take breaks and I do something to take care of myself. So whether that is just sit outside and take some deep breaths, do like a virtual yoga slash Pilates class, answer emails that don't really require any kind of like creative energy from me. I really just like give in to those moments and try not to force myself because I think it's in those moments when you force yourself that the product isn't as you intended it to be. And that's even why when I'm in meetings and people ask questions of me, creative questions, I always try to honor myself and say, this is going to take me some time to answer. I don't want to just give an answer right now. I want to be thoughtful about it. I want to know all my options. I want to do my due diligence and that's okay. The next question is who are my business role models? So there are a few people that come to mind for me when I'm thinking about how I want to run my business and who I feel the most motivated by. One of them is Catherine Power, who's been on my podcast. She's an amazing entrepreneur and has launched a plethora of product lines like Merit the Beauty Line, Aveline, Who What Where. She's just someone that's always trying something new and utilizing her community and just knows how to market everything and knows how to make everything just look so polished and on trend and really hits a segment of a market that I feel like is not being maximized. Like Aveline, for instance, is her natural wine. I've wanted to do natural wine forever, even though now I don't really drink that much wine anymore. And I'm more looking into THC and thinking about how I can bring that more into my community and share like my usage of that and how it calms me down. But anyways, Catherine Power, someone definitely to follow. There's someone I just started following. Her Instagram handle is her first 100K. Her name is Tori Dunlap. And she has a business podcast and she's a financial feminist. And I just think everything that she talks about, about how we can empower ourselves and the right questions to ask and how we have more power, not just our employers have the power, I think is something to really make note of and a really useful follow that can actually give you takeaways. Another person is Lauren Bostick from The Skinny Confidential. We both host our podcast with Dear Media, and I'm just always inspired by her output of content and how meaningful she makes everything, like how she shows how she uses everything and lives her life and really gives you details and takeaways and makes it just like she's your friend. And I just 
really appreciate the time and effort that she puts into it because I know, and I'm sure a lot of you know how much time and effort goes into producing content. Another one is Ami Song. And I don't even know if she knows this, but I just love Ami Song's voice. I love her style. I love how she makes what she does always just seem so fun and how open and honest and real she is. And I just really have always appreciated that about her. Another influencer, I love Valerie Lipovetsky, another just like amazing creator who's constantly making us feel not so alone and sharing all sorts of little details of her life and running like a really amazing big business that develops product and produces content. Mina. Mina is amazing. Mina, I've also had on the podcast, is Kamala Harris's niece. And she runs phenomenal and just has such a funny but truthful outlook on what is going on in the world and also like our mom's place in the world. And I'm just always really inspired by her and all the messaging that she puts out. Okay. So the next question was, how do I stay sane while spending so much time online? And the honest answer is that I'd really don't spend so much time online. I really don't. Like I obviously shoot a lot of content, but I am not someone that just like aimlessly scrolls. I don't like that feeling. And sometimes when I find myself doing that, I catch myself because I've like trained myself to do that. So I definitely just don't aimlessly scroll. I don't follow people who make me upset. Like I really try to tune into my emotions and make sure that I'm tuned in and realize like, is this person like making me feel a certain way? Like, are they motivating me? Are they inspiring me? Am I learning something new from them? Or are they just making me feel like lesser about myself or am I comparing myself to them too much? And so I just feel like I'm really present and mindful about it. You know, it's hard. Sometimes I definitely feel like I'm a generation past the generation that is exceptionally good on social media. I feel like I've said this before, but when I went to go talk to Eva Chen, who works at Instagram, she told me that using social media is like working out a muscle, you know, especially for someone that doesn't grow up with it. It's something that the more you use, the more you become comfortable with. And so I I really just try to work on it and know that it is like, the engine for my business, but I am not, like I said, endlessly scrolling on other people's accounts. I feel like the moments that affected me negatively and how I got out of the bad mindset is obviously taking a breather and then just unfollowing or muting the people that you feel like put you in that mindset and continuing to remind yourself that you are you and you are no one else. I feel like I try to just use Instagram as a source of inspiration. And like I said, education, follow people who are doing cool things artistically, creating awesome products, giving, um, I lost my train of thought as you can probably see Sunny is in or here. Sunny is in the room with me doing artwork because he's done watching TV and I want to finish this episode for y'all. A couple more questions. And now a word from one of our brand partners. I feel like a lot of you are entering into that zone where you really want to take charge of your financials and you want to make sure that they're in the right place and that 
you're not getting charged extra fees and that you're investing and saving and doing the things that you feel are going to set you up for the future. And that's why I'm so happy to be partnering with Chime right now. It's actually an award-winning app and debit card that has zero overdraft fees, foreign transaction fees, monthly service fees, or transfer fees. I feel like when I was just starting to look for a bank and really honestly a partner in what would be my future, they didn't have anything like this. So I really believe in the future of online banking. They have over 60,000 fee-free in-network ATMs at locations like Walgreens, 7-Eleven, CVS, and more. And that's more than the top three national banks combined. You can also send money to anyone, even if they aren't on Chime and no fees for you or cash out fees for them. So just another really easy way to all pay for something and not have to feel pressure about like dealing with the payment aftermath. It's just like an easy way to send and receive money. It's time to say goodbye to hidden fees. Join the millions of Americans already loving Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and does not affect your credit score. Get started today at chime.com slash with wit. That's chime.com slash with wit. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. And now back to our chat. This next question was any advice for women in their 20s in the workplace? The first thing that really comes to mind for me is more about a general attitude. I would say when I was looking to hire, I've really only hired one person in my life. Before that, I worked with my siblings. I mean, of course, I've hired freelancers and agents and and people like that that I'm able to outsource, but I've never actually hired a team member. And I would say the first quality that I look for is a yes person, someone that just will always figure out and find a way to make something happen. And that someone that, again, if I am directing in a certain way, will not necessarily take things personally and is able to execute things and have a positive attitude about it. So I would say going into a job, having like a general accepting yes outlook is something that is extremely important and can sometimes get overlooked. Like I think that general attitude in life is almost like the most important attitude, just someone being like positive and proactive about something. I would also definitely follow her first uh, 100K for any kind of financial questions. I was just following her and she was talking about how when you're in an interview, when they say like, do you have any questions? You know, I think a lot of people want to be polite and be like, no, I'll, you know, it all sounds great, but I think it's important to ask certain things. Like she said, how do you measure my success? You know, I think that's important. Or what is like the auditing situation? You know, when do you review things? And we talk about financials. Like I think sometimes those things can have a stigma and 
employers could look at that as like, oh, this person's getting a little ahead of themselves. But I think those questions are so important in making sure that you are setting yourself up for success and that you're putting yourself in a position to grow with the company and that there is room to grow. You never want to be in a place that is stagnant. You really want to make sure that there is someone reviewing your work and that there's room to grow and that someone will be looking over your work and appropriately giving you raises when when deserved. I think that's super important. Let's see. Any other advice for women in their 20s in the workplace? I would say work hard, play hard. You know, I think that a lot of people right now are so set on being entrepreneurs and like working nonstop. And your 20s are just like such a fun time for you to meet people and get out there and see what this world has to offer. And I just highly suggest like, making sure that you're creating healthy boundaries with your work and your social life because work isn't everything. And I think that this country has an unrealistic and unfair attitude when it comes to how we look at work culture and how we look at quantity of time spent versus quality of time spent. So I would continue to think about that and make sure that you're framing your priorities appropriately and that you work in a place that also respects those things and respects that you have a life and wants it to be a healthy environment. Last question, what career goals do you have for yourself over the next few years? I have a few. I really want to grow Cozy Co into a lifestyle space. I want to offer everything cozy in all arenas, right? Like I started off with fashion because that's my product true love, but we're starting to like dig into now more sweaters and then that gets us into scarves and then we're maybe doing some fun cozy hats and then maybe we're going to be getting into blankets. Who knows? Like I just want to continue growing the product line of Cozy Co and creating that lifestyle around that feeling cozy. I want to open up an actual brick and mortar, coffee, juice, baked goods, maybe boba, maybe flowers, but also Cozy Co and THC products. The goal is to open up an actual spot where people can come and have an experience and have everything curated to them. them. So there will be experts not only in selling like my clothing line and the baked goods and the amazing barista and the flowers and whatnot, but experts in the THC field that will help curate product to your needs. And I really want to market this towards the mom, dad, wellness space situation. So that's something I'm working on right now. I, I know this may not sound so smarter, like thought through, but I really try not to get so caught up in like the next few years. I try to think about projects that I'm really passionate about and then I get really involved and micromanage and then try to make them happen and then try to grow them day by day. I need other people to be more of like the back end financial growth, like plan people. It has worked for me thus far, and I am really grateful for that. But those are really 
the two major things. I also, last thing, I don't know if this is a career goal or not, but we're starting, as you know, to renovate the house that we purchased into an office. And I'm just so excited to start getting into like the nuts and bolts of the creativity behind that. And hopefully that will spark something in the interior design field that could be awesome for me. That is my general work update. I... I just wanted to fill you in on what was going on with me before I left and hopefully give you some tidbits that will inspire you, some takeaways that you can leave with and and try to filter in into your own work life. Peace in the streets. Talk to you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. <laughs>